Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Sam has been to Mother's room. He says he saw something in the, in the wardrobe mirror. He thinks he saw the ghost, Jack. That was just a lie we told Sam so he wouldn't know the truth. And the truth is we walled up a man and let him die and rot over our heads. Our own father. He was a murderer, Jay. He came here to kill us. And what are we then? I can still remember those screams. Those first weeks. It seemed like he would never die. Is it so crazy to think his ghost is still up there? They can't hurt us now. He's dead and gone. He's not gone. We need to give him a proper burial. We are never going back to that place. Understood? Can't live in a tomb. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it's never easy to lose a parent, especially when you're one of four young children just trying to survive while hiding out from your serial killer father. But what's even worse than that is learning that the house you're staying in is also haunted. But hey, at least it's a little bit easier to handle the stress of adulting as a child when you have a pet raccoon. Well, more interesting at least. As tonight, the Dolls discuss 2017's Marrowbone. And now, the Dolls of Horror. It's showtime. Hi guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And tonight, we're going to be talking about Marrowbone uh, from 2017. Now, this was a brand new watch for both of us, correct? It sure was. We don't get to do that too often. No. And this is also a fairly new movie. Have to give a shout out to my coworker at the office, Amy Evans, for recommending this one. She walked up to me a few weeks ago. She goes... Girl, have you seen Marrowbone? And I'm like, like bone marrow, but reversed. She goes, yeah. I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then she told me what it was about. And I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And so I sent the synopsis to Jamie. I say, what do you think about this one? Never seen it. Could be good. Could not be. We'll we'll see. And she said, good to go. Um, I'm always down for a new watch. Always. Right? Right, especially when it's recommended by somebody and it's not just whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, for those of you who have not seen Marrowbone, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. A group of four siblings who have kept their mother's death a secret in order to stay together are plagued by a sinister presence in the house that they just moved into. And, uh, yeah, about sums it up, huh? Um, it does, plus lots of twists. Oh, There's a, a mystery. S- There's twists all over the place. so Pretty twisty. Steamy. Now, before we get to the twist, obviously, that'll be the end. Did you know, did you have any inkling of your art twists? 
Oh, there's a, there was a lot of them. I'm like, let me think. What do I have on my twist list? Because there's a list of them. Um, you know, honestly, not really. Um, we'll talk about it. But there was like, there was like one that I kind of was like, mm, I think that it might be this. Yeah, but not really, not really. Most of it, like, pretty, pretty surprised me. How about you? Um, I, I guessed that. The kids, for the most part, were dead or okay. ghosts. See, I didn't guess that one. I did. Well, I didn't know if they were dead or ghosts, or I just th- I did think that they weren't really there because they were so isolated. They couldn't leave the premise, and I've seen that a million times. For example, mm-hmm. in American Horror Story or any other haunting, where mm-hmm. right where they can't leave the grounds. Yeah, um, and then no, no other characters see them. Like, really, mm-hmm. you don't really see them interact with people other than, right. like, in the past, you know? But, right. Right. So there right. were some pretty good giveaways. Yeah, so I kind of, I didn't maybe necessarily know that the exact circumstances of them being dead, but I knew something wasn't right with it. Um, I'm like, something's up with these kids, these creepy-ass kids. Uh <laughs> Mm-hmm. What I guessed is that the kids had something to do with dad. I didn't know what, but just right. the way dad kept being brought up, mm-hmm. like he was, I was like, mm, I think they might have had something to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. There's so many other twists though as well. It's mm-hmm. so fun. Uh, this one stars George McKay, Anya Taylor Joy. Uh, what we've got. Charlie Heaton and Mia Goth, written and directed by Sergio Sanchez, who also did The Orphanage. Have you seen oh. The Orphanage? Yeah, I have, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was familiar with that. So that was exciting. Um, let's jump on into our favorite kill. Why would he want to kill his own girlfriend? There's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend. Oh, this was tough. <laughs> Yeah, this was tough. I mean, you know, it's not super kill heavy. Yeah, it's not. It's really it's not, not that type of movie. No, but I picked um, for my favorite kill. I picked Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> his name was um, what was his name? Scoundrel, I think was his name. Yeah, yeah. I picked yeah. him too. I'm not. I'm one of those people who I'm like rooting for every person in a movie to die most of the time, yeah. except for like a couple people. But like when an animal's involved, I'm like. Do not kill the animal. But this one, I'm like, okay, his death was good because he, you know, he's like trying to get out of this hole and you see the terror in his little raccoon face. I wrote yeah. raccoon alert, you know? Yeah. And you see the terror in his little eyes and he's trying to get out. So like that is, that was good. It yeah. was the most like in your face kill out of all the kills. I loved it. I love the cinematography in that scene too. Mm-hmm. Um also, I, I mean, I'm not clear of if it if it was the same raccoon because the person living in the attic has been living off of the raccoons and the skunks and the the rabbits and whatever other wildlife wandered in there. So it could have been a lot of raccoons hanging out up there. Yeah, I mean, the little boy, like he he thought he was dealing with one raccoon. You know, he was yeah. feeding. He, he like kind of looked at it as his like pseudo pet. Well, yeah, um, but yeah. Lonely. The reality is it could have been many raccoons. Yes. yes. <laughs> All masquerading as one pet. Right. Because dude was up there eating <laughs> raccoons, you know. Yeah, he was. So, yeah. Anyway, that was my favorite kill. Um, I, yeah, I really love the cinematography in that scene. It was super pretty and really creepy. It gave me a little goosebumps. It was great. 
Yeah, and you know, honestly, again, there's not very much in the way of kills. I think we only have a couple others, which is... Um, the kids? The, yeah, the kids, you know, the dad, um, Tom, I think is his name. Yeah. And yeah. that's about it. Mm-hmm. And we don't really see mo. We don't really see a lot of it. No, we don't. We do. We definitely don't see the children. We just see what ha- the the aftermath of it. Exactly. And Tom, we only kind of see the aftermath of two. We right. Just see, we just see him laying like fucked up, and you're like, oh, he got fucked up. <laughs> but we didn't see it. We just he got fucked up. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How about fashion moment? So many looks. Yeah, looks. Oh, what did you have? Okay, so um, this movie, I'm assuming, is like set in the 60s. Um, right. and, and that's one of my favorite eras. I love vintage clothes. 60s and 70s are my jam. That's mm-hmm. what my closet is filled with. That and horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were like, so, there were several looks I really liked. Um, Runner up goes to mom's long coat in the oh, beginning. Nice. It was beautiful. It had this like leopard print trim on the neck and then yeah. on the on the sleeves. Um, it was beautiful, gorgeous. I'd wear it not in Tucson, obviously, but right. I'd wear it somewhere else. Um, but my favorite dress, and there were others I liked too, but it's um Allie, I think is her name. She's the love interest. Mm-hmm. And there's one point where she has this darling blue sleeveless dress and it has this little attached like bow on it, like a little bow tie that has like a red stripe. And it is so cute and I would so wear it. And it's so something that my favorite vintage store, how sweet it was in Tucson. Check it out if you're here. It's something they would have and I would buy it. Oh, I love that. And I'd spend way too much money on it probably. It'd be like $80, I'm guessing. But I'd buy it. Or $60, maybe. (laughs) I love all of Allie's looks. Me too. It was hard for me to choose. I want her wardrobe so bad. (laughs) I know. Um, I've also had an Allie moment. It's in towards the end. I call it the finale. And it's her burgundy sweater she's wearing in the doctor's office in that last scene. It looks so good on her coloring. It's my favorite shade of red. And it just looks so nice on her. And um, again, totally would wear that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. What do you have? Um, you know, this one, I didn't really have a lot of options. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention or the hairstyles weren't like super like you know, stand out, I guess. I'm going to have to go with our main, our lead, Jack, I believe is his name, mm-hmm. right? Because he's got this kind of like reddish hair and yeah. it's it's like so pretty. I love the color and I like the way he has it styled. So he gets he gets my hair moment. His hair is just gorgeous. Yes, it is. Uh, I have another Allie moment. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm in love with Allie. I think she's beautiful. She's so stylish too. She's so stylish. Very and chic. Right? I wish I looked like her. I wish I dressed like her. I mean, even she looked, in even she looks in like a porcelain doll. Right. In 2022, I would dress like her. Yeah. Right? She looks like a doll, like a beautiful like fashion doll. Right. Uh, so my favorite hair moment is when she is walking down the road in her cute little dress and Tom pulls his car over to pick her up from her walk and her hair is kind of tied back in this like headband. It's green. It matches her outfit. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. 
Yeah, that was <laughs> cute. Was living for it. Um, that was almost my fashion moment. But then I'm like, oh, that's best hair, you know, because mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. just so adorable because it matched the outfit, the colorings of it. So yeah, very cute. Yeah. Prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my dream. Where did you get that? I have too many. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, this is one of those where, like, my lists are so uneven. Like, my categories are so uneven. Some of them were really hard for me to find something. Like, here, I just have one, you know. Um, but props, I have a whole list. Same. So maybe, maybe we should go back and forth. You say one, and then I'll say one, and then you say one, and then I'll say one. I'm game for that. All right. I'll, okay. I'll begin. Okay. Um, I want – because they're probably all still the same. <laughs> I know. I was going to say. So let's just <laughs> – Yes. Um. I want the storytelling map. I have that on my list. I knew um, you would because it was so detailed yes. and super cute. And I would frame it and put it on the wall. Yeah, totally. And it's big, you know, and yeah. I, I just like like how they were interacting with it and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. like the whole town's on it. Yeah, I liked that one too. Um, okay, so then I'll say another one of my runner-ups. I'm saving my favorite thing. Um, I think for me, uh, most of it is equal. Yeah, like, I, I want guess... it all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then I'll just say, um, I really want the storybook. I think that might be my uh-huh. like ultimate pick. Like if I had yeah. to choose one thing, I think it would be that. But I love the storybook that he writes. Like the illustrations are beautiful. Yep. The way it's bound together is really nice. I love and the, the cover art. Our story. It reads. Yes, it's front. so beautiful. I'd have it like open to them, like on yep. the beach. That was my favorite drawing: is them walking on the beach. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I want that. Right. Um, for my winner is probably a tie between the map and the book. I would yeah. be happy with either. Um, okay, next for me, the dollhouse in the beginning. Ah, oh, so pretty. I don't have that one, but that one is good. It is good. Oh, wow. All right. One you don't have. Woo. And all the little <laughs> figures that go with it. You know, it kind of really reminded me of the landscape of the hereditary. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she was like mm-hmm. building the little houses little and models houses. too. Mm-hmm. So just that the, the 30 seconds you saw of that really reminded me of hereditary oh totally yeah and that's something i liked in hereditary a lot i loved her like doll houses they were really cool yeah except this came first so yeah mm-hmm. this one was uh that's really cool i didn't have that but i did have the little um i did have the little dolls at the end that he has of everybody i would love the whole set yep same set of dolls including Allie. yep, mm-hmm. yep. i want the whole set yep all righty um next the collection of photos and clippings. Yep, I had that too. Mm-hmm. Of course, I knew. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had one last item too. Um, she has like a, a um, I think they have it in the house actually. It might be Jack who plays it. I'm trying to remember, but it's one of their, um, it's one of those great vintage suitcase like tape players or record players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was a real, like it was a real yeah. one. Um, those are called real to real. Yeah, it was a real to real. Um, I love those. I have one of the little vintage um, like suitcase record players, like one of the little kind of like they were kind of like toy ones. I inherited yeah. it from my like friend's dad. Um, it used to be his um, and the needles broken, but it's really sweet. So I have it as decoration. But I would love I would love the real to real suitcase one. It's pretty cool. I had that, too. Yeah, I had that, too. Um, all right. Next for me is the bicycle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
classic. Would totally ride it around town. Yeah. Yep. I need a new bike. I know, right? Well, this is not definitely not a new bike, but <laughs> it's a very cute bike. It is. It is. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't have any more on my list. That was it for me. Um, well, you know, the last one, and I'm following suit with what I normally say, is um I I would love the that the house in the countryside because um it was filmed in a real house, so the interiors Ooh. were real too. Pretty. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'd have to move to Spain for it. So not doing that. But. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, though. I'd no. love to go to Spain. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm, already, I'm already a hermit, so there is that. Yeah. And, you know, siestas, good food. Like, right. mm, count me in. Right. Right. So, yeah, just a little house in the countryside, you know. All right. So many props. <laughs> There are a lot of good props in this one. (laughs) Yeah, I think my list is heaviest on prop and cinematography for sure. Yeah, I would say the same for me. I I have almost an entire page of cinematography. (laughs) Yep. Okay, epic line. Boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit. Because it's definitely getting chiseled on your tombstone. Oh, this was definitely a difficult one. Yeah, this was a bit of a struggle. I mean, I managed to find two that I liked. Um, I, I feel like at one point I kind of stopped writing any down. I was like panic writing some yeah. down. And then I like stopped that <laughs> like halfway through the movie. But I do have two. <laughs> it's funny for me. I um, I watched the entire movie for fun, for funsies. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the movie a second time to do homework. And at the end of that second time, I had no lines. Like zero, um, and I'm like, wait, wasn't there one in the beginning I kind of liked? But when I watched it again to get lines for a third time, I could not, for the life of me, figure out what I was trying to think of with that one. The quote, the one in the beginning, no idea. <laughs> so um, clearly, no. But um, I did scrounge up two towards the end. Um, so my runner-up. Is just simply kill him, Billy. Kill him, Billy. You know what, though? It kind of reminded me of Black Christmas. I was just going to say, oh, Billy. <laughs> right. Okay, good, good. It's not just me. Um, no, cause... no. When you played the line, that was the first thing that ran through my head. You know I love that movie. So I'm right. like. Oh. As I'm watching it, it might, maybe it's the whisper he said it in. Mm-hmm. I am envisioning Black Christmas. And I said, oh, well, duh, this is a great line then. It has to be there. So yeah. that's my my runner up. Um, my winner it does happen in the beginning, but I like when it happens in the end, too. And that is when Jack is reiterating what his mother said to them when they first moved into the house, except now he's talking to the ghost kids. Um, they're not ghost kids. They're in his mind. They're gone. They're dead. They're not ghosts. But you're talking to his his multiple personality children, right? And um, he says... <laughs> There will be no memories. It all starts here. Our story begins here. When we cross that line, the past will stay behind. There will be no memories. It all starts here. Our 
our story begins here. When we cross that line, the past will stay behind. Don't you wish it was all that easy? <laughs> yeah. I'm <just> saying. <laughs> Maybe I like it because it's my fantasy world. <laughs> it would be nice if it was that easy. It would yeah. be nice. But, um, I mean, I also like that scene specifically. Again, we'll go back and talk about it later. Um, because of the cinematography in that scene and the whole back and forth between the ghosts are there. Keep calling them ghosts. They're not ghosts. His imagination is making the kids be there, but then you see the reality and they're not. I loved it all, the whole scene. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I have to, I, I, I scrounged up two. Um, my runner up, um, it's the little boy. I think his name is Sam. Is yeah. it Sam? Okay. So it's Sam and it's just like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that some people feel this way when they have like a haunting going on, although yeah. we, there's twists. Um, but right. anyway, um, and he just says, I hate living with a ghost. <laughs> you blacked out. I had to come out to bring you back again. I hate living with a ghost. I, I love that. I hate living with a ghost. I love that. <laughs> It's just cute from the from the mouths of babes, right? It's they just so they just cute. say it like it is, yeah. Um, and my my other line, my winner is also another moment between um, Sam and our main guy Jack. Um, it's towards the beginning um, when we don't really know any anything, any of the twist yet. Um, and he just says uh, he's telling his little brother, "The dead don't cry or scream," and he's like, "Tell me that next time you hear the ghost in the middle of the night." That might have been Thanks, mine. Go come get your breakfast. See, that's us making the noises behind the walls. We got a big rat. Sam, stop feeding it. It's making holes all over the house. Do you want her to starve? You don't know where that thing has been. All right, you could get rabies. She won't bite me. She's my friend. Terrible thing, rabies. You get foam coming out your mouth until your insides are all rotten. I'd have to spend my last bullet on you. Then I'll hide behind the mirror and scream and cry all night and you'll never sleep again. Yeah, but the dead don't cry or scream. Tell me that next time you hear the ghost in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's something that I liked and I couldn't, for some reason, find it again. But it's true, though. It's true. I love it. Yeah, it's true. Yes. All right. All good lines. Um... Well, this is going to be quick. Let's talk about our actors. Oh, yeah. Every face in here. I've got a respect for the unknown actor. I don't know a lot of these people. There's a couple that I know um, that I recognize right away, you know, and then the rest of them, nothing. I think the only one I recognized, recognized was Anya Taylor-Joy uh -huh. from Glass and Split and The Witch. Yeah, and then she's um I remember her most from Split and uh, Split and the Witch. And then um she's in this movie I haven't seen yet, but I really, really, really want to. It's been on my list. It's a newer movie. It's called Last Night in Soho. Mm -hmm. And um it's like a it's like a ghost story kind of. It's like a back in time kind of story. And mm -hmm. I've heard it's amazing and it looks beautiful and she stars in it and I really, really want to see it. Well, I love her. I'll watch anything she's in. Yeah. Well, you mm -hmm. should look you should look it up. Um it looks like it's really good. I think it's Edgar Wright does it, but I'm trying to think of what else he's done that I remembered that name from. But anyway, right. Last Night in Soho looks really really cool. She's the star. Awesome. Yeah. And I 
when I saw her, I was like, okay, I know this person. I've seen her before. And then when I looked her up, I'm like, oh, yeah, the witch. That's definitely what I'm thinking of. But then, mm-hmm. but then I remembered Glass and Split. And I'm like, oh, yeah, huh. Didn't mm-hmm. even think about that. I had to read it to remember it. But definitely the witch, even though she was blonde. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's see here. George McKay, Jack. Didn't recognize him from anything, although he looked familiar to me for some reason. Too, but I and he sounded familiar too. Maybe I feel bad. I'm like maybe I'm just mixing him up with some other Brit or whatever. But like Same. he looked and sounded familiar to me, and I don't know anything else he's done. Same. He did 49 roles. I haven't seen any of them. Same. Except this. Yep. And again, same feeling. Thought he looked familiar. Nope. Um, Charlie Heaton plays Billy. He's another one who looked really familiar. Um, I think most people would remember him from Stranger Things, but I have not seen Stranger Things. I've seen three seasons of it, so that's where I knew him from. Right. Um, But I haven't, so maybe I was just recognizing him from a commercial of Four Stranger Things or a printout or something. Uh, Mia Goth plays Jane, by the way. What a name, huh? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. so she was Sarah in the new Suspiria. I recognized her from that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the new Suspiria. Right. I'll just put it out there. You can fight me on it, folks. I have had uh, disagreements with people, friendly disagreements with people on this movie on some of my Facebook groups. Um, I'm not a fan of the the new Suspiria, but Same. Mia, Mia Goth, you know, did fine in it, I suppose. I just wasn't a fan of the movie. No, I mean, what... <laughs> I don't know what you didn't like about it, but There's what I didn't, I didn't like about it was it had nothing to do with the actors in it because they were all great, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Tilda um, Swinton. Yeah. Great. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody else. Um, I didn't like the fact that it was like two hours long or no, two and a half hours long. Way too long for that movie. And I didn't like, I hated, hated the thing I hated most was the dancing in it. Mm. I'm not a contemporary kind of girl. I love the classical ballet from the first one, and I wish we'd had that. I would have liked it better if we had better dancing. Yeah, I, um, you know, I appreciate that they went a different direction with it than the original. They kind of had to because it's like right. you can't you can't redo what Argento did. You just can't. Um, and I think also, that if you redid what Argento did now in 2020 or whenever that came out, it wouldn't fly. Right. Like, exactly. So yeah, it was a I moment in time it. back then. Yeah, I appreciate it. But really, I just thought that they like drained it of color, of magic. It and was then... very muted colors. And they did that intentionally because they were trying to go the opposite direction. I get it. Um, but uh, and then I just felt like they really tacked. The end to me felt like kind of rushed, like they just kind of tacked on like the craziness, craziness at the end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, I'm not, I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> they just took out a lot of like, um, they just took out like the magic feel of it. Right. They, you know, they made it a more. There is like kind of like the political backdrop, you mm-hmm. know, that they kind of put into it of the time era. But I just, yeah. And it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And I love Tom York. Tom York did the did the score from Radiohead. Right. And I was like, that's so cool. But it was almost distracting to me because I'm like, oh, hey, that's Tom York's voice. Yeah. <laughs> I know well, that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I would have. 
at least liked it to, to watch it if it had better dancing for me. Like yeah. I said, my favorite part about any movie with ballet in it is the ballet parts. Story, whatever, you know, yeah. show me the dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so anyway, she was in that. And you know, she's also in that brand new movie X. And I'm dying to see that one. It has me written all over it. Everyone I've talked to has said it's great. It's a 70s themed. Like, I love the storyline of it. And I'm a huge T. West fan. And we haven't haven't seen anything from him in a bit. So I'm dying to see it. I just haven't had time to go to the fucking theater to see it. And I'm like, can't you be on streaming? I want to see you now. But I've heard it's really great. And I've heard she's great in it. I've heard that she has a great performance in it. So I really want to see it. And plus, Britney Snow's in it. I love me some Britney Snow. I love her too. She's so great. Um, And that actually, X is another movie that Amy recommended. She just saw it and she keeps raving about it. She goes, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I've I've had many people I know say that they think it's the best movie, horror movie, at least of the year. We're not even done with the year. And they're like, yeah, I know. It's the best one. Oh, that's exciting. And I'm like, I gotta see it. Don't tell me anything else. <laughs> right. All right. When it hits streaming, we need to cover it. Uh, yes. I might even still go see it at the cheap seats, you know, or something. Like, yeah. I have to see it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So when it hits streaming, let's, let's break that one down next. Yeah. Um. Matthew Stagg played little Sam. He had 11 roles. I haven't seen any of them. Same. Yep. Uh, Nicola Harrison plays the mother, 27 roles. Not familiar. I'm only familiar with one. She was in an episode of Good Omens, which is based on a Neil Gaiman book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I don't, like, recognize her from it. Right. I've only seen a couple episodes, so it's like I don't even know if I've seen the episode she's in, but, you know, she's in it. Yep. Uh, Kyle Seller plays Tom Porter. Uh, 33 things. Haven't seen any of them. He's another one I thought looked really familiar. I know I knew this guy. Apparently not. Same, dude. Same. <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't seen him in anything. And I'm like, God, I feel awful. I'm just right. mixing up all these British actor dudes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I thought you were another Brit. <laughs> sorry, guy. He's bloody sorry. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, Tom Fisher plays the father. Um... I saw the illusionist who was in that and the mummy returns and he was in that. So he was in the mummy returns and he was in an episode of a show that my parents love. It's called midsummer murders. It's like a British, like, like PBS kind of style, like mystery show where it's like a detective in like a small British town and they have to solve a mystery every episode. My parents, they have to Scooby do the shit out. Yep. So midsummer (laughs) mysteries. It's you know, parent that, approved. That that does sound familiar. It's the British version of Agnes's murder. Ha. <laughs> and it's it's been around for a while. So I mean, if you saw the cover, you'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, I've I've seen that around at some point in my life." <laughs> well, we used to watch a lot of British dramas because PBS was a channel that we could pull in really really clearly whereas like yeah. NBC, ABC, CBS, we couldn't pull in with our antenna. I'm sure you've seen it then because I'm pretty sure right. it was um, running on PBS for a number of years. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and that's about all I have for the cast. But I will say that I was watching a YouTuber review this movie. And he made me laugh when he said, quote, the most ghoulish looking cast around. 
<laughs> they are pretty ghoulish <laughs> in a beautiful and, way no no shade oh no, you know no, he, he said all due respect <laughs> but this is the most ghoulish looking cast around and yeah. i laughed out loud and i said I, I wish i could remember what video this was so i could give him proper proper credit i am not taking credit for this i didn't make this up he made me laugh i loved it it was great <laughs> it's true all right cinematography I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Oh, this is a beautiful film. It is. I will say that I just wrote halls in all caps. It is a <laughs> halls paradise. If you like beautiful hallway shots, then we got the movie for you. You moved on from delight to paradise. <laughs> this is a hall, hallway paradise. First, you went I up a couple notches I on did. this. I did. First, I just wrote halls in all caps with three exclamation points. <laughs> but I've, I've since edited it to hallway paradise, oh. which sounds like a great like hair metal song, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. All righty. Um... I did have Hallway Delight here. Okay. Um, I really loved the natural lighting in this. The lighting was great. Oh, it was so good because it, it did not ever, I'm sure they did have to do some lighting, but it didn't look artificial. It looked like it was, there were grays and tones and stuff. Like it was just sunlight coming in through the windows of the house. Loved it. Yeah. The lighting was very well done in this. Um, I also noted that, like, even when, like, things were a little darker, you could still see what was going on. Yep. Like, sometimes you can't see anything that's happening, especially in newer films. Like, mm -hmm. it's just really dark. But um, you could yeah. still see what was going on. Yep. Um, ooh, I love the Morse code scene. Like, when they're communicating ooh. with Allie back and forth and how that looks. And then, and then, oh, my God, I loved when... You know, okay, so we're finishing up our conversation between them, but then the camera pans over to the next room to look at Billy and Jane. Mm -hmm. And I just really like that uh, transition. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, a moment that I really liked, and I think you kind of touched on it earlier, but um, it's kind of when we get that reveal, when we first get revealed to us that the kids are dead, that mm -hmm. the siblings are dead. So, but I thought they did it really great with the cinematography where they're showing, they're showing um, Tom, I believe is his name, like going yeah. up into the attic, right? Like yeah. banging, like breaking the wall down, going into the attic. So you'd see him starting to walk around, but then it's flashing back to our mains, right? And like the past and everything like that. And it goes like back and forth until you finally get their bodies. And you're like, what? They're yep. dead. The way that they went back and forth and showed that like scene and did that like reveal was really good. And the cinematography is like what made it. It was so good. And I'll be honest with you. The first time I was watching this, as I always do, I wasn't paying complete attention to it because I was doing about 10 other things. And I'm like, wait, mm -hmm. what's going on? I'm so confused right now, <laughs> but, um, but I'm like, okay, I think I know what's going on and everything makes sense. But I was like, wait, what, what's happening? Mm. <laughs> so yes. Uh, oh, I love this other little hint giveaway of the imaginary children after Jack fights with Billy 
And then there's that bathtub scene. First of all, that underwater scene is really pretty. It is. You know, he's just looking at you from under the water and the little air bubbles coming up, right? Uh, but then he comes up from the water and his sister's there right behind him, which, by the way, kind of creepy. Like, I why, wrote, why are you in my bathtub room? <laughs> I wrote, ooh, brother, sister in the same room while the bath is going on. Right. Always a little awkward. Teenage brother and sister. <laughs> I like, know. They're not they're like grown. children. <laughs> they're grown they're not five you know i would uh yeah no i would have a very adverse reaction if i was in yeah. either of their shoes <laughs> yeah so so first at first i thought why is she hovering over his bathtub mm-hmm. and then i'm like she's really close she's like whispering in his ear she's like really close i think that's maybe when i might have started to figure it out you're like oh she did i'm like that's not normal at all you know and where did she come from? Mm-hmm. Right? And she's just like right there all of a sudden. Mm, yeah. So that um, scene made me take note. And again, very pretty. Um, ooh, ooh. I loved the shot of of uh, him dropping the, the money box down the chimney. Yep. Like, I called that the whole shot. And <laughs> I liked the whole shot. Whole like H-O-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> At first, again, wasn't paying attention. I called it a well. I'm like, nope, they said chimney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought yep. it was a well. I kind of did too at first, actually. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, okay. Right. And I loved the box going down and stuff. However, I did not like the CGI background. I like this. Mm. Mm. And it was a little weird. Yeah, there was a lot of actual CGI. I watched a documentary on it. There's a lot of CGI for backgrounds of this. Like the town was the background of the town when he's riding his bike was made of CGI. So he's just riding okay. his bike down the sidewalk or like part of a town, but like in front of a green screen to give it more depth. I see. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell. Looked yeah. totally real. Stuff I like have that. Known. Like yeah. Allie's house across the way wasn't there. Oh. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. But but that 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 night behind the chimney, it looked it looked really cgi <laughs> it did look weird i just couldn't place what it was but yeah because yeah. i didn't know that it you know they used cgi for the backgrounds like that but yes. now i'm like oh okay that would make sense because it did look kind of weird and they even use cgi for part of the house like the top of it weird okay they interesting it up. yeah gotcha. it was a very mm-hmm. interesting little documentary it's about half an hour long it was mostly in spanish so i had to read the subtitles but it was very mm-hmm. informative but yeah that that one second of cgi made me go ooh. Mm. um and last but not least i really love how they work with mirrors and reflections especially in the last half an hour of the movie yeah i noted the mirrors too really liked that um yeah and then there's just some pretty shots like throughout like good camera angles you mm-hmm. know shots um through like bookshelves you know mm-hmm. again that's like the hallway thing but um yeah, overall, it just had a really nice look to it, too. Just the way that the colors were. Yep. Um, yeah, it had a good look. It was clean. I loved it. This is such a beautiful movie to watch. So, yeah. Um, and again, the whole um, reveal of him talking to his siblings and him seeing them and you see them and then it goes to, like, the mirror and you see him in the mirror talking to himself and there's nobody there. 
Yep. And I was like, oh, 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 they're all in his head. Yep. Oh, oh. Yep. He's talking in different voices now. <laughs> right. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. I see. And somebody and- snapped. Somebody <laughs> snapped. Somebody has been snapped for a while. <laughs> I love that um, at first, when you find out, you don't particularly know that it's a multiple personality thing. You could have been ghosts. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But no, it's all, it's in his head and he's making it all up and he's talking for them all. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was like ghosts and then I was like, oh no, that's yeah. all in his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what though? That must be exhausting. Like to have to talk for four people. That's a big family. Like that's a big family. It'd be hard enough with like a small family, like one yeah. sibling. Yeah. I don't even like talking for myself. Yeah, let alone a huge fucking family of kids. Yeah, no. Yeah, four four people plus yourself. That's five people conversating all at the same time. Ah. Mm. I I get exhausted just talking for me. So I can't even imagine. I <laughs> never get ex- he was all tired. <laughs> I never get exhausted from talking. I will say that, you know, it is I can't imagine having that many people in my head, but if anybody <laughs> could do it, like I might be able to. <laughs> to be honest, I can talk and talk and talk. So maybe, maybe I could pull it off, but I don't. I don't know if I'd have like the stamina to like keep that going for as many years as he has. I think I'd probably like last for like a month of that and then be done. Actually, wasn't it only like six months? That's still a long time. Oh, okay. Right. I didn't realize it was that short. But it's not going to stop because yeah. I mean. We'll get to that in the twist. He's he's going to keep doing this. So, yeah, it will be years. It will be years. So, yeah. Uh, effects. It doesn't matter what happened. What matters is what looks like what happened. And what looks like what happened is pretty nasty. I mean, a lot of the effects were very subtle. Like the like I said, with the um, the backgrounds and stuff, that's effects and. We don't really have a lot of makeup and a lot of kill stuff, but um, our effects guy is Raquel Guerrero, and he did Pan's Labyrinth, The Orphanage, Dead Snow Part 2, and this one movie about seven years old called Summer Camp. Have you seen it? No. Mm-mm. Pretty good. I mean, it's it's not great, but um, it's kind of like an indie film. It's also european but it's it was fun it was in, it's english it's in english it's not like it's like this it's not dubbed but okay it's um it was it was decent it was a decent summer camp horror film for sure i love summer camp horror movies so i'll right? check it out that's why i watched it i was like yeah. oh this is fun and i've never heard of it so i'm like okay yeah it was pretty decent uh what did you think of the effects yeah, you know, it wasn't super effects heavy, not like some of the other movies that we, you know, talk about. Um, mm-hmm. There were a couple little things that I noted that I thought they did really well. Um, I do, I did like the way that the sheets moved, you know, when they mm. fell down off the mirrors. Yeah. There was like a good sound effect there. Like the thud was very like... Um, heavy. Yeah, it was heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the way that the sheets moved a few times. Um I like when um, when Jane is, like, sticking her hand through that hole to feed the raccoon and then, like, her hand gets touched. Um, uh-huh. I liked that. That was good. 
And then um, I did like how Jack's injuries looked. I mean, he was all ripped up on his like waist at one yeah. point. That looked good. That looked gnarly. That looked like it hurt. And then he did have a slight head injury too. But yeah, I like the scar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that looked good. Again, not a whole lot, but like his like side all ripped up or whatever. That did look good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, music. I love the music. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, very pretty. So nice. Well, I really love violin. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. So when the, the moments where you heard some really beautiful violins, I was all for it. Uh, some nice flute work too that I noticed. There were some nice wind yeah. instruments going. Very beautiful orchestration. Well, our, our orchestra in this was Austria's Symphony Orchestra, so they got some heavy hitters Ooh, there, right? Wow, they sure mm. did. Yeah, and our composer Fernando Velasquez did Crimson Peak, Mama, oh, nice, mm. the Orphanage, and Devil. Have you seen Devil, the one about the elevator? No, I keep meaning to watch that. That's um, what's his face? Um, M Night. M Night. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. I've been meaning to watch that one because I love like claustrophobic settings or movies that are in just like basically one location the whole time. So, and it came out in like what, like 2013 or yeah. something. Like and I've been it's wanting a to watch it. It's a who yeah. done it, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, keeps you guessing till the very end. Oh, you are going to love this movie. Okay, and it's a good Shyamalan twist at the end, I'm assuming. Um, yes. I don't think I saw it coming. I think that if you really, but I wasn't trying to see it coming. Sure. I think mm-hmm. if you really were trying to figure it out, you might. You could. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't trying to figure it out. I was just along for the ride. And it has a really great cast, too. Nice. Okay. I've been meaning to watch it. So, oh, girl, you are going to. I think you are going to love it. It's, okay. I do. I do. Okay. I don't watch it often. I'll revisit it every three or four years. But uh, nice. yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's it's really, really, really well made. And again, what, Jesse, what was that called? Um, a bottle movie? All in one location? Right. A bottle movie is is one where the, um, basically it's one, one, uh, one uh, location, Setting. essentially. Yeah. Setting. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, is basically what determines a bottle movie um, or a bottle episode for a TV show. Like the the restaurant episode in Seinfeld is a bottle episode because they were oh. in the Chinese restaurant the entire episode. That's that's, right. that's an example. Right. Yeah, and I they love did, bottle movies. Right, and they did leave the elevator um, a little bit, so there were maybe two other settings that they spent okay. time with, but it was still they were not walking around. They were not exploring a lot of other of surroundings it was pretty claustrophobic in these two places so sure. the elevator and then the control room trying to get into the elevator right gotcha okay so, yeah oh uh, so yeah check that one out um oh also also um we have the beach boys wouldn't it yeah. be nice <laughs> I loved that. I love that that's like the song that they play in their little like fort and stuff. Yes. And it's like, I love it because it's very cheery, you know, and it's like, wouldn't it be nice? And they're like hiding out from this like ghost. And yeah, yep. anyway, I liked the use of that song in there. And I've always loved that song too. Like Me specifically too. of the Beach Boys songs is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. Yeah, it is a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else to add on music? 
No, I mean, we basically hit it, you know. Um, again, just the orchestration was really good. When I noticed it, it was like, oh, that's gorgeous. Like the mm -hmm. string instruments, the wind instruments really caught my attention. Yeah, so lovely composition. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, aging. God, I look 20 years old. Well, As with our other period pieces, it's not going to age out because it's already in the 60s. Right. Right. And the, I mean, there's other than like, like you said, like some of the CGI background stuff, like right. there's not really anything that would give, give it away that it was like made in 2000 or like 2017 or whenever this was made. Yeah. That CGI really annoyed me. Uh, one mm. scene, like the rest of the CGI was terrific because you yeah, never I didn't even tell. know. Yeah. But that one scene just got under my skin. I was like, God, that's bad. You're like, that's <laughs> not real. I know it. Like, you can't fool me. Like, this looks like really bad green screen on, like, a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when they're trying yeah. to pretend they're outside or something. <laughs> I know, and you're almost like, do not insult my intelligence. I know that that's not real. <laughs> oh, I know. This, and it's so funny. It's seriously, like, 10 seconds of the entire movie that I'm hung up on. It's like, I Yeah, I'm an, I'm an <laughs> asshole. I'm like, that, but that one 10 seconds. <laughs> The rest of the CGI was fabulous. So. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't even tell. No, so I don't know what my problem is. Hey, <laughs> I, I mean, it stuck out, so. <laughs> even you knew something was up. You maybe I didn't knew. know what it was, but you noticed yeah, something I was, was like, just not, weird. not what it should have been. Yes. Oh, but no. And I love the fact that this is the, the past already, so I do like that. And it's one Same. of my favorite eras, like you said, with your fashion. Yeah, I love the 60s, so. <sighs> Okay. Twist. It's too late, Kruger. I know the secret now. So many secrets in this movie. <laughs> I know. I, I think maybe we should go back and forth on this too, because I have a lot of them. I don't know about you. I wrote down as a lot of little twists. Yeah. I'll let you take it away. Okay. And if, um, if I have anything you missed, okay. um, I'll plug it in. But you probably have everything, so... You're the okay. boss. I might have I might have missed some, but like, you know, one of the first twists I noticed was like, oh, it's cursed blood money. Like the money. There's it's right. cursed, she said. There's something up with the money. And then it's like, oh, they're having a ghost back because they used the blood money. <laughs> and then it's like, um, oh, okay. The the kids walled the dad into the, the building when he was still alive. That's okay. Just rude. I know it is. Okay. That's that's pretty that's pretty intense kids yeah. like because then they could hear him like in there and stuff anyway okay and then twist the dad's alive still he's been eating raccoons for six um, months he's been up there eating the raccoons yeah yep. and then it's like oh wait um the father is the guy who was shooting at them in the beginning okay and then it's like oh no the kids are dead Oh no, they're not ghosts. It's all Jack. He's doing it. It's all Jack. And then, and then I went, "Oh, now Allie's gonna be his caregiver for the rest of her life." <laughs> that's what I had. I might have missed some, but those were my major twists. Uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, oh, well, I mean, this could. I don't know if this is a twist or a plot point, but you know, in the end. They show Allie talking to his doctor, almost like she's his mom now, right? Mm -hmm. And doctor says he's been good for like a year. So 
he just has to take this medication and he's going to be fine. But then they show her going back to his house and all the filled up bottles of medication in the cabinet. Mm -hmm. So she's not giving him his meds and he will be continuing to see his imaginary friends forever. And Ali is enabling him to do so. She's like, I'm not going to give you your schizophrenia medication. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, I kind of like when your siblings are around. So let's just put that in the drawer. <laughs> let's just keep oh. that going. Yeah, well, because he's so happy. Yeah. Um, in this delusional little world where they're not dead. And he feels so responsible for their death. Right. Mm. So he's just so happy when they're around. But oh my God, that is nuts. <laughs> it is nuts. I said, oh no, he's got the voices. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to keep having the voices all because of her. Yep. Yep. Where it's like, girl, you're playing a dangerous game here. Like, there's only so much a person's mind can take. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> especially that one sibling is a little volatile. Because he's a little angry. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, so, mm, yeah, I don't know if that's the best idea, but. It was the 60s, you know? Yeah. Just You just send a girl home with medication for somebody and hope that it pans out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my final. I don't know if it's a twist, but like, yeah, she's going to. I think so. Mm -hmm. She's going to put up with this for I don't know how long. Um, I mean, God bless her. Yeah, I mean she's she's doing she's doing something all right. Yes. <laughs> oh golly. Yeah. All right. Um so which which twist did you or which twist or twists did you kind of had to have an inkling of, if any? Um, well, the dad, for sure. Like, I, I had a feeling that the kids were involved with the dad somehow. We didn't really know what happened with the dad. We just got little hints to it, right? Because Tom was, like, mentioning the dad. Yeah. Dad came up a couple times. And I just had a feeling that the kids were involved with that somehow. I didn't yeah. know what exactly it was that mm -hmm. they walled him into the building. But I was like, I think, I think the kids might have been involved in the dad disappearing or something happening yep. to the dad. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't expect the kids I didn't expect that the siblings were dead. I didn't. I miss that. I shouldn't have because I've seen all these horror movies, haunted house movies like the others, you know, where it's like, right. okay, they're actually dead. They're not alive. But I didn't. Right. And you know, when I was watching this movie, I said to myself, This really reminds me of another movie I've seen. I have no idea which movie. Mm. No idea. I think I might have been thinking of American Horror Story season one. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, Makes I, sense. it really bothered me because I was like, I've seen this before, but I can't place it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it might have been that. Um, and that's my favorite season of American Horror. So It's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, pacing. Glenn, are you still watching? Yeah, so? I'm just checking. I liked it. It's a, it's a little long for me, but I liked the um, how the story played out. Yeah, you know, I liked it too. It was a little slow for me at times. Um, 
Like, I will say, um, I'm not always a fan of it when they, like, wait to put the credits in the movie or the title in the movie. It took 11, 11 minutes and 30 seconds for the title to come in. Um, sometimes that kind of, like, bugs me because I'm, like, just waiting for that part to be over with. You know, where I'm like, okay, give us the title and then we'll get into the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I did think that the little, like, introduction before the title that was a little like slow for me just because we have a lot of characters to like give backstory on. Right. Cause it's a yep. big family. So I was like, at first I'm like, maybe eliminate one of those children. So, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, there's slightly less background to give. Cause like, it's a lot of people to introduce. You got mom, you got the, the boys, you got the little boy, you got the sister, you know? So it's like, of course it's going to take a moment for us to get background on everybody it's like did you have to have such a big family um, <laughs> lady um but anyway um other than you know i thought it was good i mean it was it was a it was like a slow burn kind of mystery type movie so you know that's just the pace of it but there were a few points where it felt a little slow to me but other than that i thought it was great <laughs> yeah yeah um this one was almost two hours long but mm-hmm. they they covered a lot in those two hours so i didn't even notice that the titles weren't in until 11 minutes in now that's something i'm going to be looking for yeah i always notice um sometimes it works but like i'm trying to remember what movie it was that i watched where yeah it took a really long time for the title to come in where i was like it kind of jolted me you know where i was like wait oh i thought we'd done this already we haven't already involved in the action yeah so sometimes i just I'm not a huge fan of that when when the title gets like thrown in in a weird time. Like I just think you should give us a little bit of exposition and then bring the title in and then get into it. That's a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, but I because it kind of really... like makes my mind like what? Where am yeah. I? What? <laughs> what? I think I do that with shows sometimes. Sometimes it takes forever for a show to take that that um to get to the credits. Mm-hmm. You know they they have they always have that opening scene right or they used yeah. to, um, yeah. and then they do your your opening credits and then they continue. Sometimes, all of a sudden, they like, ten minutes goes by and then they throw the credits in and it's like, wait, what? I was and already I... invested in the story and now you're interrupting me. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> where am I? What has been happening to me the last ten minutes? Where did <laughs> I go? Where am I now? How did I get here? I'm watching a show. Is this I thought I was watching a show already. Okay, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Bloody hell. I know, older brother. <laughs> and I'm your older sister. <laughs> or younger sister. You better take care of us. I'm trying to take care of you all. You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think he was trying plenty hard. He, he mm. didn't give himself enough credit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Poor guy. I know. <clears throat> All right. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> we are laughing. <laughs> oh, what did you think? Um, It didn't really scare me, but, um, you know, I mean, the raccoon death was pretty, you know, um wrenching um you know that that definitely gave you a little like but other than that no yeah because he was the raccoon was being physically pulled away by something and at that point we still thought it was a ghost you know right so right that's that point where you're like 
oh, wow, whatever this entity is in their house, like, uh, it, it has physical power. It can actually yep. touch people and yep. pull things and hurt things because we didn't know it was dad yet. Right. And that dad was alive. Right. Right. So we still thought it was a ghost. Uh, right. Kind of. You right. Know. You know, it's kind of scary. Not, I mean, not scary in a horror sense, more of in a drama sense. Right. Of being on the run because they were essentially on the run. Yeah. You know? They had a couple so, lies they were yeah. working with. They had the lie of yeah. the dad. They had the lie of the mom. Uh-huh. There was like the money. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. And they were in the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. The prequel part of this that you don't find out until later. Um, you know, of being afraid of being found and then you're found. Mm-hmm. And then you're fucked, right? Yeah, so yeah. That's that. That's that's the scariest part for me. But more of in a drama scary way, and less of a horror scary way. Mm-hmm. Right? More in like a real way, where you're like, yeah. if I put myself in the character's shoes and yeah. I was in that situation, it would be stressful and horrifying. Awesome. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Very well put. All right. Story. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. I liked it. I did too. You know, I, I I love haunting stories. I do. I really love ghosts. I love haunted houses. And I think it's cool that, you know, it kind of leads you to believe that you're in a haunted house story. Mm-hmm. And then it flips it on you. And it's not a haunted house story. It's it's a real person yeah. who's still alive. Yeah. And there's like a gruesome past here where the kids like walled them in. And yep. so, you know, I like that. I like that twist that like flipping the script, like mm-hmm. making you think it's a haunting and then it's not a haunting. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Um, overall movie rating. I triple boob dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I triple boob dare you. <laughs> Jesse, what's that from? That was, I think, just from the Friday the 13th. So, yeah. Oh, see, I don't it remember. was. I remember because there was a there was a three boob reveal. Um, not three <laughs> on one. Um, three sets were revealed one right after the other. And I was like, triple boob dare you. I just had like a sci-fi <laughs> moment in my brain. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, this is absolutely going to be the next contender. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I haven't, I haven't, time of recording, gotten to listen, gotten around to listening to that one yet. So I, I, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> You'll hear it. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Overall movie rating, one to 10. I think I'm going to go ahead and give this one a six. And a bicycle. I'm not far behind you. Um, I give it a six. Um, Again, you know, it. I liked it. It was good. I think um, it's not necessarily like your traditional horror. It's more like a drama, Mm -hmm. um, a drama mystery kind Mm of. Um, But I really, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, Thought the story was good. Liked the actors. Yeah. Yeah, probably not one I'll revisit like super soon or frequently, but I would definitely watch it again. Yeah. And recommend it to other people for sure. Yeah. I I can think of some people I know that would really, really love this movie. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. It is fun facts time. If you say anything funny, 
call me. Anything funny like what? I don't know. All right. This is Sergio Sanchez's directorial debut because he wrote The Impossible and The Orphanage. Um, but yeah, so this was his directorial debut. Um, Anna Taylor Joy and Charlie Heaton co starred in The New Mutants. Oh, mm-hmm. so maybe that is why you think he's familiar. He's the Billy character, the other brother. Yeah. Uh, and then Anya Taylor Joy and Mia Goth co starred in Emma in 2020. I haven't seen that. Mm-mm. Um, and that's all. I had some other stuff, but we kind of talked it out already. So, yeah. Fun. Yeah. Oh, and this was funny. Um, it's not really a fact, it's just a statement. Uh, this is the second movie that Anya Taylor Joy stars in where the lead is so it has multiple personality disorder. <laughs> I oh my god, you're right, because they're split. Yeah. Yes. Oh girl, girl, how are you? What kind of energy are you putting out there, girl? <laughs> where you're just attracting these guys that have a lot going on in their head. <laughs> it's true. Just, it's true. Yep. All right. <laughs> it is time for shout outs. Woo! Woo! All right. First, we need to shout out our Patreons, John, Daryl, and Mike. And there was much yeah. rejoicing. Thank you guys for believing in us every week. I say it every week, and I mean it every week. We love you. Mm-hmm. We do yep. love you. We need to shout out our amazing artist, Clark. He's doing great things. Doing oh great my. things. Yes, he is. I am so obsessed with his Mortal Kombat drawings right now. Me too. I love every single one of them, but I do think my favorite, my favorite, it's hard to pick, but my favorite is the I Know What You Did Last Summer series. They're so good. It's so hard to pick. I I don't know. I'm Nightmare's I, really good. Screams, they're all I know. Good, I think my favorite is a toss-up between Scream and Nightmare, but then I have to go think to myself, which Scream? Because mm-hmm. he has one with the ladies, and then he has one with two ladies, two guys. And I'm like, yep. oh, I don't know. Sorry. I, I know. So those Gotta three get them are all. my favorites. They're all awesome. And, guys, they are now shirts that you can buy uh, for yourself so go on to the dolls of horror.com go to, to our merch store and you can purchase shirts with clark's new artwork on it as well so yay i know i want them all collect I them do all too. folks yep um next we have david o'hanlon our author doing also doing amazing things with his work always yeah yep love you man and um we really need to shout out um, our listeners who keep us going every week and give us some great feedback and communication and so much yay for them. Yay. I mean, yay. Uh, we love you guys. We love you guys. And we love talking to you. So we can't wait to see you at our next con. Yes. yes. It's like it's so awesome to meet you guys and talk to you guys. Like, reach out anytime. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. Um, 
And of course, shout out to Amy Evans, who suggested this movie to us. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, girl. She's always, she loves horror. So she's always a good resource. She always recommends things. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, love that girl. Love that girl. Um, That's all I have for shout outs, except, of course, for producer Jesse. So uh, I was going to say, you, I'm not terribly familiar with um, a lot of Anya Taylor-Joy's work, but um, if any of you listeners out there are big chess nerds and have not seen The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, by all means, watch that series. It is amazing. So, yes. I've heard. I, um, I, I, watch, I, I think I watched that in two sittings, like the entire uh, seven-episode uh, series in like two separate sessions, and I was done. It was, that's how good it was. But And that's a period piece too, right? Is it? It's a- um, Isn't it? Maybe I'm wrong. I've never seen it. It, it is. It is. Yeah. Yes. It is. I'm sorry. I, I'm literally thinking. Yeah. It's set in the '60s, so you're absolutely right. Okay. Um, oh, great. So it's. Uh, She's it, good in that period. It, it, she it, is. And, and honestly, and it, it's set like um, like her her peak as the as a uh, chess player. I think like the the movie the end year is like 1968 or something. So. Like it starts with her childhood, but the but the main meat of the show is in the in the mid sixties, yeah, mid yeah. late sixties. But yeah, and and they do and they do a great uh, job of like implementing, uh, like sixties like the lifestyle touches and like the the things you'd interact with. My favorite being that she uh, her her um her adoptive uh her foster mother um would drink um. PBR and the can was like a pull top can. I'm like, oh, they even Aww. did that. It was just so cool. Just seeing the the can, the old school can with the pull top yeah. missing. I was like, man, I remember those. Like not drinking them, but my uncles used to get those all the time. Yeah. And it would be like, go get your uncle a beer. And I just grab it out of the fridge. I was like, I don't know, like eight years old or whatever. And it was just fun for me to just pull the top off to give it to them. Yeah. So that that was my experience with pull top cans, and that was my. Uh, seeing that i was like oh yeah that was a thing totally remember that but and it's so funny how sometimes you you forget that something is a thing something from your childhood like that and you're like whoa like i forgot you jamie i'm not sure you might not be old enough jesse you're definitely old enough obviously thank you hershey's hershey's (laughs) syrup that you had to like use a bottle opener to puncture both sides yep and the and the and the cans of and the cans of high C the same way like it was the same thing the big old the big old aluminum cans of high C like your fruit juice came in a metal can that you had to puncture with a different metal device just to get inside of it. it okay, then I kind of know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the Hershey syrup, you know, and of course you had to make two holes so the air would escape and they let it pour yep. out. But... And, the, and, the, and the syrup, chocolate syrup, is the same exact thing. Yep. Yes. Yes, oh yes, 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 yes. It's like motor yeah. oil. It's like, yeah, you know, puncture one side, puncture the other. There you go. <laughs> Works oil, for murder oil. I think it'll be perfect for chocolate syrup. Yeah. They, they, right? they, look, no. they look somewhat similar. So anyway. <laughs> Taste is a little different, but yeah, we'll work on it. <laughs> you know, motor oil probably has less calories. Probably. I, 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 true. I, I think the expected lifespan of drinking motor oil is, te- is slightly shorter, though. I think that's the trade-off. <laughs> Chocolate. Is, Has right. there been a clinical study on that, though? Like a peer-reviewed <laughs> study? We, we gave, we gave ten unsuspecting patients <laughs> a combination oh, of either motor oil or syrup. Half and then we of had them. a placebo group as well that just drank like straight up like mud. 
And for, <laughs> and for those who survived the experiment, their results were thus. <laughs> Guys, we have to say this right now so we don't get sued. Don't drink motor oil. Oh, right. Yeah, don't. <laughs> or mud. Not a good idea. Um, Honestly, probably don't just drink straight up chocolate syrup like the whole can either. Hey. Because <laughs> it might give you a tummy ache. I'm just saying, like, pace yourself. I can't. Pace yourself. If you drink it all at once, you're going to get a tummy ache. That's, oh, it's that's so true. good, though. It is, though. I say this from experience. If you drink too much chocolate syrup in one sitting, you probably won't feel good. You're going to have a high, and then you're going to have a low. <laughs> you're going to feel really good, and then you're going to crash. Yeah. yeah. Please do not drink motor oil, listeners. I mean, come on. No, we're joking. Don't do it. Um, not us, don't sue us. Just no. in case, yeah. Just in case there was any, you know, doubt that we were, you know, not promoting the, you know, consumption of motor oil. Like, let's. Well, I just it. had this flashback of of Trump during COVID talking about. Oh, um, consuming bleach. Yeah. Right, and I'm yeah. like, oh, we should probably <laughs> like yeah. put a disclaimer on this right now. <laughs> right, or if you see a, if you see a commercial of a car driving off a cliff and to be like, do not attempt. I'm like, well, I wasn't planning on driving off a cliff, but I'm so glad that the commercial told me not to do this because had I been near a cliff with a car, I'd be like, you know what? Let's just let's just roll those dice. Let's just see what happens. So. Yes, but now you remember the commercial. We are. You know, there is there is that special one that goes, hey, that looks like a good idea. I I well, this is this is a this is a much more complicated issue to unpack down the line. But I but your point is very well received and completely understand why you want to say what you what you said. (laughs) Don't Don't drink motor oil. (laughs) Don't. Don't it's drink. not good for you. Yeah, because listeners, if you drink motor oil and and then you die, then we won't be able to, you, you won't be able to support us anymore, and we can't have that. And because you know, we thank you and and definitely thank you for all of your tremendous support out we there. We want to keep you around for a little while. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And just to point out, listeners, that all of our dolls of horror goodness can be found at thedollsofhorror.com, including episodes, interviews, merchandise, and more. You can reach us on the social medias on Facebook and Instagram at the dolls of horror and twitter at just dolls of horror and if you prefer email or want to reach out say hi give some feedback or even some movie suggestions you can at the dolls of horror at yahoo.com and if you're willing and able to help support the show so that it can keep growing please feel free to check out our patreon page at the dolls of horror where you can access our entire back catalog where we have upwards of four or five unaired episodes at any given time and in addition you'll get a free dolls of horror t-shirt in the style of your choice which you can check out on our website or simply follow the link in the description thank you jesse you're welcome oh well i'm glad that we we covered this movie it's a little change of pace from the kind of movie we typically cover but i'm Mm -hmm. glad we got to do it me too that was fun yeah um but um you know that's all i got i'm done are you done i'm done yeah all right so with that i'm summer i'm jamie And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror, or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. 
And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Oh, girl, girl, how are you? What kind of energy are you putting out there, girl, <laughs> where you're just attracting these guys that have a lot going on in their head? <laughs> God, I feel awful. I'm just mixing up all these British actor dudes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I thought you were another Brit. <laughs> sorry, guys. Bloody sorry. <laughs> Because it might give you a tummy ache. I'm just saying, like, pace yourself. I can't. If you drink it all at once, you're going to get a tummy ache. Oh, it's so good, though. (laughs) It is, though. I say this from experience. If you drink too much chocolate syrup in one sitting, you probably won't feel good. You're going to have a high, and then you're going to have a low. (laughs) You're going to feel really good, and then you're going to (laughs) crash. And I was like, oh, 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 they're all in his head. Yep. Oh, oh. Yep. He's talking in different voices now. <laughs> right. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Did you have to have such a big family?